Alrighty, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson, joined of course by my brother Jacob Johnson. Hello everybody. And we have got a ton of stuff to talk about. The focal point of today's episode is going to be the, uh, I don't know that it's comical, we are going to talk about some... <laughs> Pretty hilarious things related to it. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting thing. And actually, there's uh, there are far deeper implications we're going to address at the end of this episode. We're going to be talking about the Chinese spy balloon. Um, I cannot believe I just uttered those words. Yes, it is 2023. <laughs> and we are talking about Chinese spy balloons. Okay, so that's the thing. Um but if you would like to get access to all of our previous episodes and check out some of the other platforms we're on, including Facebook, Instagram, Getter, and Gab, you can go to our website, which is trdshow.net. We got a list of links to all the many platforms we're on there. So please check us out, follow us, like us, do all the kind of stuff that let us know you enjoyed our content or are enjoying our content. <clears throat> Send us an email, trdshow at protonmail.com. We'd love to hear from you so yeah so first things first um there is a ton of hilarious stuff and we're going to kind of kick off the episode in a way that um we 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 don't usually kick it off with so that's going to be a lot of fun but before we get into all that we have to do what we always do which is talk about uh our verse of the week and i am trying to find my doc here because like We've got a ton of docs. So this is what happens when you've got literally um, hundreds. We're now up to episode 155, I think, 154, something like that. So when you've got hundreds of episodes worth of notes, it gets a little interesting keeping track of all of those notes. Yeah. 155. Okay, there we go. 155. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Our verse this week. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about the verse itself because we're going to talk about it a lot on Friday. So I'm just going to read it and then we'll kind of move on from there. But this will impact our conversation today as well because it's important to keep this in mind. So our verse today is Matthew 11 verses 28 through 30. And uh, this passage says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And again, that's Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. So those verses obviously are from Christ. Um, and what we're going to talk about on Friday, so stick around for that Friday episode, we're talking about reforming modern ideas of work part two if you listen to part one you'll remember that we just had so so much to talk about that we couldn't fit it all into one episode so this is part two coming up and coming at you this friday so we're going to talk a lot about especially this last part of this verse my yoke is easy my burden is light which implies there is a yoke to carry and a burden to carry as well and that's not wrong because it comes from christ himself all right so we'll get into a lot of that on friday so um what I'm going to do is let's just jump right into this and I'm going to pass it over to Jake to kick us off today. Oh, all right. All right. All right. We're doing this. Okay. We're doing so, it. all right. The first, all right, we're going to get my train of thought first. There's the first thing. Um, <laughs> I can kick then, this off if you want. No, no, I'm, I should be okay. fine. It should be fine. Good. Uh, but we're going to start out this episode a little bit differently, like Bruce said, than we typically do. 
but hopefully this start will be a little bit of a comical one and um, was, get you ready was... for the rest of the depressive talk. Oh, but, yeah. Go ahead. I, this was hard to resist. I mean, like, yeah. the amount oh, of yeah. memes going around on the internet... <laughs> Doing what we're about to do is it was too hard to resist. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Uh, So I will actually, as the person who took over control of the airtime right now, (laughs) um, I will actually give airtime back to Bruce to go over the first meme. Ah, okay. All right. Well, we're both going to look through like a collection of a couple of these because they are just, oh, my goodness. All right. So if you're watching us right now, what's up on screen? This yes okay these are this is hilarious um i'm so sorry for you podcast listeners um what you're seeing is a child's balloon tied to a chinese takeout basket um and all of this 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 is probably what yeah the the (laughs) balloon was actually meant for um so you know we're all freaking out about oh it's spying on it no this this is just it's just chinese takeout people nothing nothing to be (laughs) probably scared of bad by now yeah. <laughs> that they're shipping food. authentic chinese food from china over right, here china because yep, they were because they were like uh that chinese american food it's not that good <laughs> right we're gonna let's beef this up a little bit oh yeah. pun intended <laughs> yeah yeah maybe we'd be the ones adding the beef um right, so right. the next one next one is is hilarious um this was just like yeah so i figured we could we could go back and forth with these i'll take oh yeah go one, for it then you take the next one but first of all before i take this really one, this was not I... oh yeah yeah this was spur of the moment kind of thing but um really wasn't but kind of was like hey we got memes then, yeah uh but um <laughs> but for those who are podcast listeners are and are listening to us and you're probably very confused at this point but you should go back and watch the video Mm-hmm. Just to see all these memes. You get the full effect. You probably, yeah. You probably have all the, all the, like, you'll probably listen to the rest of the episode, understand everything. But Which you should do that. Before. Just go back and watch it just so you can see these memes because they, yes. they are really good. They're um, hilarious. This, this next one shows a picture of a balloon connected to, like, almost like a satellite dish yeah. sort of thing. And on the balloon, the caption says, We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. And obviously, yeah. this is very funny because of that other meme that's going around. Not meme necessarily, but it's like a common thing nowadays. But um, but yes, I, I think this one oh, is Marco. really, really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, just China's coming over to let us know. They've been yeah. trying to reach us about a car's extended warranty. Yeah. 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 So that's so, awfully nice to them. Hand it um, back to Bruce. Yeah. This next one, we'll just kind of go through. <laughs> Chinese release first balloon photos from Missouri. <laughs> and if you're listening, you got to go back and watch this. It's literally like two people who are in their backyard, like rednecks, trash everywhere. He's throwing like, there's a guy throwing like a beer bottle at the balloon. <laughs> um, and they're like in the process of totally freaking out. Um, yeah. 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 We'll go to the next one. Missouri for sure. Uh, this one, this one, when I saw it is so funny because, and it does tie into the actual discussion. Yeah. What we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, this one says the white house shooting down the spy balloon after it was done spying. 
<laughs> and it shows a picture of all these all these work it's in NASA in the White House. Yeah, NASA. They're all shaking hands and all Hearing, ecstatic because yeah. they yeah. Yeah, like yeah, so, we did it, guys. After they already accomplished yeah, the mission yeah. they were sent here for. Whoopsie. I mean we did it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And <laughs> and to, to add a little bit of information to this, just so you know, the spy balloon had the technology after we shot it down. We we saw we were able to look at the technology and everything. The spy balloon had the technology to live send data data to China to China. I mean, so it wasn't just going to take pictures. Right, exactly. It wasn't just going to take pictures and yeah. then China was going to have to get it back later and then right. look at those pictures later. It. it was live, live, not video, but live data going yeah. back and forth. Yeah. So. All right. Good night, table. Good night, moon. Good night, Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> it's yeah. like, if you've heard that, it's just hilarious. Anyways, that's up. On Is me. that a nursery rhyme? I think it is um, something okay. like that. I yeah. oh, I remember there was a kid's book as a kid. I would read it was something like that. I don't think it was like the Berenstein Bears, however you say them. Bear Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bear. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever they were, it was. I think it was like <laughs> something like that. It was okay. okay. I think it's like literally called Good Night Moon. Yeah, it's hilarious. Good yeah, night table. Yeah. Good night moon. Good night, Chinese Bible. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> it's just up in the sky, just watching you while yeah, you sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This um, next one, going in rapid fire order here. Just moving on to the next one. Do it. The the next one. Okay. Ah, I, I think they'll do this one in reverse order. I'll tell you what the picture looks like, then I'll give you the caption. All right. Yes. The picture is it's a, a gigantic beer mug. Uh, that's that's like a um like a balloon. And flying in the flying in the sky, and the caption is, "Oh, great! Here comes the German spy balloon." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. That one's pretty yep. good, pretty good. Hilarious. And it's on theme for a couple other ones that we're gonna oh, be going great. through. Oh, that's gonna be fun. And lastly, if you don't know what this is on screen, it's because you um, apparently don't live in, live in the Midwest. With... Yeah, you live in the Midwest, or you live somewhere. That neither Jake nor I are from. So, um, considering <laughs> we're from the same place, which is Northeast Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a pierogi attached to a basket. <laughs> and what was it? The Polish spy balloon? Polish pie balloon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pie balloon? Spy balloon. There pie balloon. Yeah. The Polish pie balloon. balloon. Yeah. Pie. yeah. Yeah. That's what that is. So, um, anywho. But yeah, I, I'm assuming it's because like, Pennsylvania is very much Dutch. There's like a lot of Dutch heritage oh, to yeah. it. So there's, there's probably yeah. a lot of like Polish sort of influences and stuff like that. So that's yeah, probably pierogies. why we know what pierogies are and not a lot We've of other people do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> pierogies are the best. I know. Right. Well, it's so weird because we had friends who lived in Virginia. We had friends. Yes. Obviously, yeah. you know, I'm here in South Dakota and like pierogies apparently people don't know what they are which to me is the strangest thing is i'm like it's a pierogi how do you not know what a it's a yeah, delicious exactly. potato uh or or what is it i don't okay it's like so I don't it's know. mashed mashed potato chef. and cheese right inside of a dough yeah. and so it's like you know it doesn't get better than and that. then deep fried like <laughs> exactly I, well yeah. you can either deep fry it or pan fry it oh so there are I there are yes, different things both options do them at the at the same time or one after the other. I don't know which comes okay. from. I'm not the chef eh. here. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, 
pierogies. They're they're pierogies. I mean, to be honest, I feel like if you haven't if you haven't heard of a pierogi, you have to have something like this. That it's like mashed potatoes right. with cheese. Yeah. Inside of a dough. It's like that is one of the most plain basic best ideas in the world that yeah. almost any but any culture could come hopefully. up with. It doesn't have to hopefully just hopefully they come up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um however Moving on to more serious issues. Let's do it. Uh, Let's talk about demise and destruction for a little while because we just which got can be funny <laughs> in its own be... way. <laughs> yes, because it's funny yeah. that this is happening and yes, sad and funny still, kind of. I think, right, maybe. Yes, in your own twisted way. Um, so you're gonna get really down for the next 15 minutes, and then you're gonna get really, really down. For my wrap up at the to, end. Yes. So yes. I'm really, really sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, alrighty. Again, back on our regularly scheduled program. Um, I will be going through articles and talking about them and everything. And my first article that I want to bring up is initial classified balloon report wasn't flagged as urgent drawing criticism. So, okay. Let me break down what this means. Um, and really, the reason for this article, it is a CNN article. I am sorry. I know I bring in CNN a lot in that kind of I stuff. I'm sorry. Apologize. But basically, yes, yeah. I basically have to always, like, encapsulate it with, I'm using articles out there. Do your own research. And... Obviously, I'm not saying whatever CNN says is is gospel truth. What I'm saying is that they have some good information. I'm just going to use the good information. Not going to use their opinion on the information because it's probably <laughs> wrong. Uh, but starting out, this is this article gives us a good timeline order of what happened. According to the article, here's the interesting thing. According to the article, the U.S. knew that some foreign object was headed towards the U.S. airspace. Two days. Two whole days before it even reached Alaska. Whoa. Yeah. So Alaska. Nobody even cares about Alaska. And yet. Yeah. And yet we <laughs> saw it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then soon after, you know, the Chinese spy balloon entered the U.S. over Alaskan airspace, over American airspace, uh, Wait, the government Alaska is American. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. I was <laughs> yeah, I was no, worried for a I, second there. Hold on. <laughs> like, wait, what? See, yeah, I, I, for those I that don't know, he lived in Alaska. So people do. Well, one of our friends did. <laughs> I know for a little our bit. Missionary friend we had on the show a couple months. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but during this time, right, that it came over over Alaska, the government knowing. Again, two whole days before it reached Alaska, we did nothing about it. Which is, again, that's what this whole CNN article is bringing up, is that it's, uh, what were we doing? We knew it was here two whole right. days before it even came in. I think, I think it we was, it looked like... the yeah. um the head honcho there over at the house that is white. The thing was that we didn't. It took him two days, what? Yeah, no, no that's President Biden was not best. alerted. He would have gone yeah. out there with a string and tried to tie it and be like, hey, I got a balloon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 
but um, again, we did nothing about it. I think think because the way that it was going, it hit Alaska and looked like it was going to go through Canada if it was to continue on a straight line. Well, ain't nobody but care it, about Canada. We it hit know Canada. Sorry, it hit Alaska and then turned down towards the United States. Because again, wow. Alaska is above the United States, connected onto Canada. So oh, right. Al- Alaska is not connected to mainland right. Uh, right. America. So it's up above, connected to Canada. So it came in at Can- at sorry at Alaska, and then turned down through Canada, and then hit like somewhere near Montana, I think. So this this thing had some level of sentience, is what you're exactly. Saying. Yeah, they were able to control it, and there were times that it had stopped. It would like stop over a certain area and to like take pictures and do stuff for like why. for like thirty minutes and stuff. Wow. So so we were tracking it the whole time, watching yes. it take pictures. Watching yep. it, oh my yep. goodness! And we just sat yeah. there, and we just sat there. Uh, very suspicious, right? That is very suspicious. And you know, let me give you an innocent and benign reason for why the U.S. government was not alarmed. Again, and this is truly innocent and benign. Okay, this might not be what happened, but I will just give them an out here. The U.S. government probably was probably well confused as to why the Chinese were set using a balloon, right? Instead of drones. Yeah. Or instead of satellite. Instead of just the internet, interwebs. They could have easily gotten all their information through using a satellite or using drones. Which would have been way less detectable and the US wouldn't even need a wouldn't even know that they were doing it. However, they send this balloon over. Which, again, a balloon is very unsophisticated technology. Like, it's a, it's a balloon. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> we use it to describe something bulbous and large. Yeah, and round. yeah. We would say, that thing ballooned. That doesn't yeah. exactly strike me as a covert operation. Exactly, exactly. And yet... Um, so... Let's just say what what was this balloon doing here? So I move on to my next article. I want to give a brief disclaimer that a lot of my articles, I'm going to be saying the same point over and over and over again. Hopefully, it just will cement in your mind and bring up questions. Because really, all of this is questions. Uh, because it's still very new and very not well understood. It's like, what just happened? You know, yeah. it's everything is so weird right now. We have no answers to these questions. There are some answers, people who have speculated, but we don't have any concrete answers. Uh, but my second article is Chinese spy balloon sought secret U.S. communication signals, State Department says. <laughs> so, wow. Apparently, they're after our secret communication cable uh, communications. And According to the, the State Department. No, no, yeah. However, again, again I say, why wouldn't they just use a drone? Yeah. Why the balloon? Why the huge big balloon? I mean, they I mean, could have gotten their information. Here's the crazy thing, though. It worked. The crazy it did. thing. Yeah. I mean, we're 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 going off on like, well, this, you know... 
why would they do a balloon? That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, you know, it's not covert. We could have shut it down anytime. Yeah. But did we? Yeah. Yeah. We right? did. No, That's we didn't. The, the, one of the crazy part. What? First of all, China's sending spies over here. Oh, like very physically, they've been spying on our interwebs for years, right? Digital communication. Now they're sending literal spy balloons over to take pictures of us. Um, and as you're going to get to over nuclear sites in, in a second, but yeah, like th- it worked. That's the the crazy, creepy, horrifying thing here is that um, they now have that intel. Um, yeah. They have, as you were just saying, the secret U.S. communication signals, or at least they were searching for that. Who knows if they found yeah. them or not? Like that's kind of frightening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. Here is a brief, like, idea. It could have been a scare. Like, it could have been something that was like, oh, China's just saying, hey, we're spying on you. We're, we're this is obvious. We're, we're looking at you. We're looking yeah. at all that you're doing over here. And, you know, as a scare tactic, they're trying to scare us, even though they could have done this in a more discreet way. Um, moving on to my next article again. Like I said, this point will be hammered a ton. Please bear with me. Uh, This next article says, Chinese spy balloon flew over other U.S. missile and nuclear weapons sites. Uh, And that's just crazy. That it was specifically going over specific nuclear targets, nuclear missile sites, and taking pictures, doing surveillance. Why? It's yeah. creepy. It's scary. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to quickly go through, move on to my next article. But keep in mind, they are, they are looking at our nuclear missile sites. Yeah. And now, because of this, because of them looking at our nuclear missile sites, are these missile sites, according to our government, they are now being moved, which is good. That's a good way to keep it from being like, oh, now they know where they are. Let's move them. So now they don't know where they are until yeah. they send the drone. Uh, <laughs> until they send the drone the next time. Right. But um, my last article, I will try and go through this quickly because I know Bruce has a good bit that he wants to say. Uh, But this article is, House condemns China's brazen surveillance following spy balloon incident. I think this one is vitally important to our discussion here. And let me explain why. The reason I think it is vitally important is because what the House said. The House is calling this balloon over the U.S. an act of aggression. This and what what does an act of aggression lead to? It, it leads to war. It leads to other acts of aggression. It leads to us in the U.S. saying, oh, we don't want China, China to think that we're weak, so we got to do another thing to push them back a little bit so they don't do this, which escalates the situation, creating more aggression. And, and this is on top of the already weak... Uh, diplomacy that we have between China and the U.S. This is already on top of the tensions that are there. Um, Something interesting that I also want to bring up on this crisis is on the eve of what had happened, of the whole balloon, 
a U.S. diplomat was planning on going over to China and negotiating with the president, with Xi Jinping. To, to give sort of perspective, what was it? I was reading another article that said that this, this diplomat, or sorry, the U.S. diplomats were not able to talk to Xi Jinping since a long time. This is, this is a very strange occurrence for this to be able to happen. So we wow. tried to jump on this situation when it came up, when, when Xi Jinping uh, invited this person to China. Yeah. So it was like, yay, something's going to happen. We're going to be able to clear up these lines. We're going to be able to clear up this conflict. Yeah. But because of the balloon, this meeting was canceled. Wow. So the big question that I want to ask and leave you with more fear and more questions than answers. <laughs> the big question oh, is who stands to gain from this conflict? Hmm. And let me answer this one, though. Let me quickly answer this one. The America and the U.S. government stands to gain from this conflict. Now, show, now let me tell you why. They stand to gain from this conflict because of war money. Hmm. When we are in a time period of war, we get money. We get a lot of money. For, and they can tax higher. They can say, we're in the middle of a war, so you need to give us more taxes. The U.S. Yeah. government gets a ton more money during major conflicts. Wow. This major conflict with China could start that and could cause our economy to collapse even further. Yeah. That is the scary part. But again, why is China kind of going along with it? Probably because of world economic forum type stuff. Probably because of all these, the, the problems with, I don't know, with a lot of this kind of communism. That's trying to seep in and trying to change America because it is a world superpower. So, again, lots of questions, lots of things, lots of scariness. I'll move it over to Bruce to escalate that scariness even further. Well, I don't know about escalating, escalating the, the scaredness, but I do want to provide a theological answer to the question of what the heck is going on. Um because the Bible talks about this. Um, I'll kick it off with Psalm 127.1, which says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. I won't spend a ton of time breaking down the finer theological details of why our country is under judgment or how we know that it is. We've already spent a considerable amount of time doing this um, in previous episodes. Instead, I'd just like to read to you an account from the book of Jeremiah. Keep in mind that just prior to this account, Jeremiah was told by God of all the horrors that would fall on Israel if they continued down the road they were on. Jeremiah was even commanded by God to print a special scroll and hand it to the king of Israel and his council. The king promptly burnt the scroll piece by piece in an act of defiance to God and his warnings. So what happened could have been avoided. God gave them chance after chance after chance to turn back and they refused. So the destruction that came to them 
was of their own doing. So I want to read Jeremiah 37. Just read it, not commentate on it a lot, but read it and then wrap up. And hopefully the application will be clear. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 37, we'll see how far I get depending on the time. But if I don't get all the way through it, I'd suggest you read it yourself. Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, made king in the land of Judah, reigned instead of Coniah, the son of um, Jeho uh, Jehoiakim. Let's just go with that. But neither he nor his servants nor the people of the land listened to the words of the Lord that he spoke through Jeremiah the prophet. King Zedekiah sent uh, Jehuchal, the son of Shemaliah, and Zephaniah the priest, the son of uh, Masai. Let's just go with that. To Jeremiah, the prophet saying, please pray for us to the Lord, our God. Now, Jeremiah was still going in and out among the people for he had not yet been put in prison. The army of Pharaoh had come out of Egypt. Now, this is really important here. The army of Pharaoh had come out of Egypt. <clears throat> and when the Chaldeans who were besieging Jerusalem heard news about them, they withdrew from Jerusalem. So this is like, oh, great. This is good news, right? Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet. Thus says the Lord God of Israel. Thus you shall say to the king of Judah, who sent you to me to inquire of me. Behold, Pharaoh's army that came to help you is about to return to Egypt, to its own land. And the Chaldeans shall come back and fight against this city. They shall capture it and burn it with fire. Thus says the Lord, do not deceive yourselves, saying the Chaldeans will surely go away from us. For they will not go away. For even if you should defeat the whole army of Chaldeans who are fighting against you, and there remained of them only wounded men, every man in his tent, they would rise up and burn this city with fire. Now, when the, Chaldeans arm, uh, the Chaldean army had withdrawn from Jerusalem at the approach of Pharaoh's army, Jeremiah sent out from Jerusalem to go to the land of Benjamin to receive his portion there among the people. When he was at the Benjamin gate, a sentry there named Uriah, the son of uh, Shelemiah, son of Hananiah, seized Jeremiah, the prophet, saying, you are deserting to the Chaldeans. And Jeremiah said, it is a lie. I'm not, I'm not deserting to the Chaldeans. But Uriah would not listen to him and seized Jeremiah and brought him to the officials. And the officials were enraged at Jeremiah. They beat him and imprisoned him in the house of Jonathan, the secretary, for it had been made a prison. And keep in mind, before this happened... There were, he was already on the bad side of the law, if you will. He was already someone that they didn't like. Jeremiah was already someone they didn't trust because he had words from God that they didn't like. Uh, verse 16, when Jeremiah had come to the dungeon cells and remained there many days, King Zedekiah sent for him and received him. The king questioned him secretly in his house and said, is there any word from the Lord? Jeremiah said, there is. Then he said, you shall be delivered into the hands of the king of Babylon. That's the word from the Lord. You shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. Jeremiah also said to King Zedekiah, what wrong have I done to you or your servants or this people that you've put me in the prison? Where are your prophets who prophesy to you saying the king of Babylon will not come against you and against this land? So this is tongue in cheek here. He's being sarcastic. Where are your prophets saying that the king of Babylon's not going to attack you? Because he is, right? All these liars, false prophets were saying he's not going to attack. He won't do it. Just keep doing whatever you're doing, king. He was, they were putting words in his, in his ear and saying, it'll be mm -hmm. fine. It'll all be good. Just yeah. do whatever you want. And now Jeremiah here is being sarcastic. He's like, where are all those prophets? Didn't they say he wasn't going to attack? Where are they now? What's, this is weird. But they're not in prison. 
Jeremiah's in prison, even though he prophesied years ahead of time that they were going to attack. And oh, guess what? They did when no one else believed him. Anywho. Um, now here, please, oh, my Lord, the king, let my humble plea come before you and do not send me back to the house of Jonathan, the secretary, lest I die here. So King Zedekiah gave orders and they committed Jeremiah to the court of the guard which is a slight upgrade, I suppose. And a loaf of bread was given him daily from the Baker Street until all the bread of the city was gone. So Jeremiah remained in the court of the guard. So that was Jeremiah 38 or 37. <clears throat> this was the beginning, the beginning of the end for Israel. They would face much worse in the following chapters. But to me, this part of the story is one of the worst parts of this whole account. God told them, about the dangers coming. He provided ways out. He sent prophets. He even specifically sent a scroll to the king himself and Israel still refused to turn back. And so God destroyed them. He judged them. I hope this account is not lost on us. This needs to be what we bring to our political leaders, to the people around us, to the country around us descending rapidly into madness there will be more scares like this chinese spy balloon and they won't be as comical there will be more of these sorts of scares in our country there will be more incidents where oh shoot we got to move our nuclear weapons or oh shoot they just blew up a harbor or oh shoot they're destroying large swaths of our country there will be more of this and we need to not be like the people uh, of Israel's day, who live however they want to, even though God has condemned the, their lifestyle, condemned the way they live, they didn't want to refuse it and turn back because, oh, convenience. They were given opportunities, ample opportunities. They were given so much, so many times they could have turned back. They were given so many blessings from God and they used every single one of them against him. And so he destroyed them utterly and entirely. That is where we're heading as a country. Now you might be like, hey, Bruce, what is, this is the balloon. What, why, why are you doing this? Why are you, what's with all the doom and gloom, right? This is a precursor for what's to come if we continue down this path. Israel and so many other countries like them throughout history will just be the latest, will be the latest Roman empire that will crumble in on itself because of what we're doing, because we're spitting yep. on the name of God, trampling on it every single day in this wicked, wicked country we call America. This is what's going to happen to us if we don't turn back now. And on Friday and Wednesday, we're going to talk about just that. How do we turn back culturally in our everyday lives? So stay tuned for that. Anything you want to add, Jake, before we wrap up? No, we're already over time. I'm not going to yeah. say anything. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I could have. Your... Yes, I know. We both could say <laughs> so much more. And we used to for a whole hour and a half, but now we're not. So, yeah. thanks for all your research, Jake. Um, really, really good stuff. Insightful. I've been wondering this whole week what the heck is going on with this Chinese spy balloon. So, saw it in memes and all this kind of stuff. So, good to actually learn about what's happening. I learned so much. <laughs> yeah. Just... Just sitting here. Hopefully. Cool. I, oh. Again, I... Well, sorry. I know I wasn't going to talk, but this is something very quick. Uh, hopefully, they take the minimal information that I actually gave and, and you more. go out and research more Always. and find out more. 
So the whole point of our show is that we bring information. We bring a small little tidbit of information to say, hey, this is out there. You should go look at it more. Yes. You should go look at it more. Be inquisitive. Be yeah. inquisitive. We're not here to give you all of the answers. We're here right. to bring you questions. You yep. go find the answers. Absolutely. All right. Show website, trdshow.net. Send us an email, trdshow at protonmail.com. Thanks so much for watching or listening, and we'll see you on Wednesday. And until then, remember, everyone, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord.